Blog Talk Radio. Come get you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hi, welcome to a new episode of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm your host, Nizal Jilly. It is Wednesday. It is hump day, May 25th, 2011, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific time on your Internet streaming computers. I unfortunately just got done watching the Oprah finale, so I'm kind of feeling a little bit misty right now, so bear with me. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, man. Uh, it's just, it's like my, my daytime television realm is slowly in, in the realization that it is changing. Uh, because of that, because of this episode today, I, I was just like, oh, my crap. And it's like, yeah. and there it is, and it just ended. And this but, was it, right? This was the big one. This was it. This was the final, final one. Yeah, it was. Wow. And yeah, I think the final moments where she said her goodbye was the part where I just was like, I need to take my glasses off and get the Kleenex yeah. right now. And, and I'm not kidding. That was just terrible. That was terrible. Uh, but on this scorching hot day as it is, uh, we have the pleasure of having Julie Smith and Donna Hurst joining us on the show today. You might know you might know them by their names. You may not know them by face, but you know them by names. Creator and writers of the web series Fumbling Through the Pieces. How are you guys? You're probably doing better than I am. We're not misty eyed. <laughs> We're not misty eyed. Oh, I'll be misty eyed when one life to live leaves. I will be. I'll be misty eyed. Very yeah. very misty eyed. I think we'll all be misty eyed oh, when that God, comes. Cho- yeah. Oh. I really don't want it to come to that point either. No. You know what I mean? No. It, it's definitely a show that needs to stay on the air, especially with its good stories and the ratings have been so good for it. I don't understand it, but again, this is somebody that is a fan of the show, and I have no way of fixing that. So. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm a, I've been a fan of the show for 29 years, so I hear you. Um, yeah, it's, it's awful. Things are changing. They are changing, and and they not, are changing. No, necessarily for the better, but. Hopefully, I mean daytime. I can't even speak. It's just, it's just. That's just because you can't speak because it's so upsetting and aggravating. There's just no words. There really, I mean, well, there are none. There really are none, especially with Brian Franz and what he comes out of his mouth and what he says. But that's a that's Mm -hmm. a side comment that I have um, that I'm sure that can be used at a later time. But I, I will go on the record and say that. Fans who have been watching soaps, who have still stuff by soaps, even though it has been a genre that hasn't kept the same amount of viewership, I, I will even say five years ago, I'll be generous and say five years ago, even even though viewerships may have waned a bit within five years, those fans that still watch now don't want to watch reality television shows oh, exactly. during daytime, daytime hours. They want their... They want their they want their soaps. They want their scripted drama. That's what they want. Why would you want to come in and ruin something that has worked for you for so many years? I mean, you've had daytime soaps for over 70 years. Well, mm-hmm. so let's face it. Sometimes we just need that IV drip of drama. You know, it's like, it's it's addicting. It's, it is addicting. It becomes your family. And I think it, with all this, it's also opening doors now for the web series. I mean, they really are getting huge. You have wonderful web series like Venice. 
was just an amazing web series. And you have a bunch of that people are not even aware that are out there that are really, really good series. So I think it's really uh, opening the door. Yeah. So with with fumbling through the pieces, how did, how did the concept come out? Did you basically think of it as you looked at daytime and go, like, maybe we should get involved in web series among the rest of the web series as well? Or was it something that you just had an idea for a while and you, you went like, you know what? Um, Might I, as well. <laughs> well, you know, I created the idea about nine years ago when I was working for the Drew Carey show. And I was okay. writing I was writing the script, and at the time it was found but lost. And then Donna came up with a great name, Fumbling Through the Pieces, which is born. And it just collected dust. It just sat around collecting a bunch of dust for a while. And then Donna and I were talking about uh, writing together. And I said, hey, let's take a look at the script. Kelsey Robinson, who plays Jessie on Fumbling Through the Pieces, is doing her own web series, Girl Parts. And I thought to myself, you know what? Huh. It's like one of those aha moments. I I think we can do this. Let's do it. And Let's do it as a web series format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, this has been going on for a year now with the writing and episodes. Good, solid year to get where we are right now. Right. Now, for those of you that are listening that don't know what something to the pieces, describe exactly what is the web series about. Well, the web series really is about... Um, Jessie, a girl who leaves a small town in Ohio, uh, separates from her husband, heads to the safety of her sister's house in California, mm-hmm. and uh, her sister, who's a psychic, and uh, has has had some interesting you know pieces to her journey along the way, mm-hmm. and her husband Vince, who's a blue collar guy, um, and and in Jessie coming to them, she finds some really colorful neighbors and friends, and uh, it's kind of about her discovery of herself and life mm-hmm. and family, mm-hmm. and it's pretty damn funny. I think it's pretty relatable. I think we all are fumbling through the own pieces, our own pieces of our own life. Yeah. You know, we're all figuring things out as we go, and I think that's definitely what fumbling through the pieces is. Everyone's figuring it out. Would and you? What, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I think and just trying to find the humor in that. I mean, there's going to be a little. There is always going to be some drama because I know I think we we do have some, some drama moments in our in our show. But it's just trying to find the humor of it and get by and not getting buried by it all. Right. Absolutely. I I was gonna say I was gonna say um, looking at it between the two of you, would you say there is parts of when you wrote? Fumbling through the pieces. When you decided to go ahead and first start writing Fumbling through the pieces, did you just basically see parts of your life coincide with what you were writing? Like basically, did you look in in yourself and basically go like, you know what? Let's incorporate that into the story. This happened to me. I might as well find some humor in this story that happened to me and then convey that to everybody else. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, of course, we embellished. <laughs> you, you of know? course. <laughs> yes. But I think we all have to do that. I mean, I'm not shooting porn in my garage, so. Uh, I hope not. Of course, <laughs> embellish the story because if that that was true to life, uh, gosh, I need to meet more interesting people. Uh, <laughs> well, come to, the, uh, come to the San Fernando Valley out here. Well, that is the porn capital. The porn capital. <laughs> <laughs> now this is some. This is somewhere. When you do this, when this is done? We film basically in Burbank, 
and Burbank. It's it's Los Angeles basically, but and Van Nuys. Oh, all right. So it's all in California. It's like in the valley, the San Fernando Valley in California. Very close to Los Angeles. And so we just uh begged and had people a very good friend of ours give her give us her house for five days to shoot in. Yeah, they packed up the cat and the clothes and took off and said, Have at it. And we did. <laughs> and we did. So we had some really wonderful, amazing people and and people that just jumped aboard. I mean, you have Hillary B. Smith and who's wonderful, Diane Delano, Kitty Swink, Tara Chokel, Joyce, Robert Mafia. I mean, Kelsey Robinson. They just we got really lucky when we were putting the script out there where people were like, you know, I really like this and I want to do it. And we're like, yes. <laughs> you pretty much kind of segued into my next question because I was like, how did you come up with the cast for this show? Like, how did you figure out or who did you have in mind to play these parts? Like, did you initially say, I want this person to play this part? I wanted Hillary B. Smith to play this part. Or did it just, they just came to you? We re- wished really hard and clicked our heels together three times. <laughs> uh, Diane was aboard from the beginning. She's a very good friend of ours, and, and actually, Shar uh, was tailored. We wrote that for her. Um, the rest of the characters. I mean, when we started thinking about Hillary B. Smith, I'm like, oh wow, she would be just great in this. Mm-hmm. And. Got the script out there and got a, you know, then she gave us an email and said she would join, but there were a lot of hurdles that she had to go through. And it's like, to get approval just to do it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the C's pardoned, and she came aboard, and then Robert came aboard and brought Tara aboard. And then Kitty, we got lucky with Kitty, then she, we, there's like one, Frank? Yeah. A good friend of ours, Frank, knows Kitty, and we got the script to Kitty, and she read it and called us back and said, yeah. I love it. I'll do it. There you go. Yeah. It's amazing it was, because... It was magical, Navelle. It, it was magical. Well, it's amazing to me because, it, it, you know, honestly, you, you're right now telling me about it, and I'm just sitting here going, like, wow, they, they really all came together to just do this web show, and you didn't really have to try your, your damnedest to, to bring people to the forefront. I love the fact of the story where it's like they love something that is presented to them so much they want to go ahead and do it. And that's basically any, what happened, you know. You can't was, get any easier than that. That's when you just like are like, wow. And, yeah. And then you become, you know, humble. It's like, wow, they, they are enjoying our work. And, and that it makes you feel really pretty darn good. Yeah. I, I, I described your show as like a, a modern family type. It was a cross between modern family and something else, and I can't remember what the other thing was. Do you see that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I see the modern family. Um, definitely. I, I, I see. I, if you were going to put this show, I would think it would be more of a cable show, an HBO or Showtime show, because then we could really play, quit, play and quit straddling the fence <laughs> we're straddling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, modern family. I've heard Entourage. Curb your enthusiasm. Curb your enthusiasm. Hmm. Interesting. Your enthusiasm. I, I had to think about that one for a second. I was like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I could was, see that. Yeah. It was interesting, you know, and yeah, I'd say we are like that. It's just I think it's just, it's more women. It, it the women are the drivers more, 
in the show, I think. Lots of estrogen. Yes. But there were, <laughs> they remember those great shows like Designing Women and Golden Girls. I mean, these were great yeah. shows. Oh, absolutely they were. And we wanted to be very real with you know with the with the cast and and mm-hmm. um, it and just got so blessed with the people oh. that we're working with. Yes, I mean we shot twelve episodes in nine days. Nine days. Nine, nine days. days. Twelve episodes. So everything you're seeing, we shot in nine days. Because we only had Hillary out here for six. Six days? Five days. I five days. Well, we sh- she was here, yeah, five days. She shot days. for four and was here the fifth, yeah. Yeah. So we wow. had to really dig in and and move. And we were lucky. We really didn't go really past 12 hours. Oh, good. So, I mean, nine days, 12-hour days, pretty much maybe the first day. Yeah. And, you know, that's 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 gravy for you know the stuff that she's done on on one life to live with 60 pages a day and right she was like come on we we could do 12 more episodes this afternoon let's go (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) no so i mean it was a lot and how often do the episodes run it normally run at least about 10 minutes i think per show at least in that realm of reality in that realm of reality, I mean, we have a few that were coming in a little short, like three to four minutes. Mm-hmm. And then some are, like our last is ten. Our next one coming up tomorrow, episode nine, will is about nine minutes long. Would you or could you consider seeing these episodes a lot longer? Because I know a lot of the fans, especially fans of web series who look at Venice, who look at uh, the Bay and any anything else. The biggest complaint that they make is that they wish that the episodes were a lot longer. Would you would you stay at ten minutes or would you would you go further than that if you could? Oh, uh, season two, we've already decided probably each episode will be about twelve thirteen minutes long. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's been that's been a big complaint too from from the fans assembling is. I loved it. it was just too short. You yeah. know, so they, yeah. they want to get their teeth into a little bit. So, like they want more. Like they, yeah. it was good, but it was just not enough for one episode. Especially those where they say that it was like three minutes. Right. What three minutes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what three minutes? This is well, true. And the thing about season one is, I mean, the first handful of episodes we were so because this was such a character-driven series mm-hmm. that we were so busy working on developing the characters. And 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 kind of explaining who they are. I mean, they they lived in Julie's head for all those years, but everybody else doesn't know them. You know, how messed up am I? Exactly. You <laughs> <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but you know, you have to go through a certain a certain pacing and a certain uh, and a certain groove of, of of getting everybody familiar with those people, and so that's what we did with the first few episodes. And now it's playtime. Now it's like now you kind of know. Who Ellie is, what she's about, what Jesse, what Jesse's up to. You found your niche, so now you yeah. now you know where so to now go. Yeah, you can really kind of play in those situations. And although we are going to be introducing some other wonderful people in season two, um, <laughs> so there'll be some more, some you know, some additional character development there. But for the most part, now we're now we're being able to really play with the situations and and who they are. So. 
The party started. The party. There, the party started, and it's going to continue. That's pretty much what it is. There it is. Absolutely well. Yeah, I think that's what it was. There's a lot of the character development, but I think, I think Don and I probably both stand by this. I think it's important to have those strong characters to keep writing because once you know them, then I can play with them, and you're not like, huh? I don't think the character would do that. You you know them now. You know who they are. So now we can. Do whatever with guys. Now you know what to do with them without having to worry about. Oh yeah, we're doing character destruction. We're doing this. We're doing that. Exactly. Exactly. And you really get a feel for them. And I think the thing about these characters is, you everybody knows one. You know, everybody's partied with a barb. Everybody, you know, everybody's had a neighbor that's a little bit weird, like Shara. Everybody knows the blues. Everybody knows these people. You know, if they're not in your family or not in your house, you you live near somebody like that, and you want them to be who they are consistently, and then you kind of want to peep through the window and watch what happens in their life. I can honestly tell you, since I work in a pharmacy, I see people that could probably pop up on fumbling through the pieces every day. It just seems seems that it just seems that normal. I I just feel like if I just put the camera in front of their face, it would just be great material for an episode. That's just that's that's pretty much how I see it. And I I I totally get what you're saying. Oh yeah, if it's not in your family, it's somewhere around you. And trust me, it's around me all the time. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I mean, life is stranger than fiction. You know, so. Wherever you want to take it, because it, it's there. And you want people to fall in love with these characters. You, know, you want to, you want people to end up rooting for them. Now, you, now, Julie, you you mentioned you've been watching soaps for twenty nine years. Oof, twenty nine years. <laughs> He's an old lady. <laughs> oh, come on One, now. <laughs> twenty nine, twenty nine years. Now that's good. That's good. I mean, I I said I've watched it ever since I took my first step. So. I'm I'm going. I've been watching those for 17 years. <laughs> and is that right? No, 20 21 years. It'll okay. be 21 years. I've watched those for 21 years, and I'm 25. So imagine me watching ever since I was four, and now I'm 25 years old. So now I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 Donna, you've been watching those for how long? You know, they've they've come in and out of my life because of different things that I've done. But I can tell you this: that I, you know, I can't uh, I can't think about my family and home. And uh, my mom would iron in front of the soaps daily, and and everything you know surrounded that television set, those old consoles in the living room, you know, and everything revolved around those those soap stations. And it's like it was just it was an integral part of you know, of everything. So it, whether whether we were constantly watching or not, we were constantly in touch with it because Mom was always talking about it. Well, that's what it is. It's conversation. Yeah. I, get yeah. I mean, I've, my, a good friend of mine watches One Life to Live and she's watched it longer than I have. And we get together at a party and I'm like, oh, my God, did you see what just happened today? And we're having this conversation. And our friends go, oh, who are you talking about? We're like, oh, no, no, it's just our story. You know, I mean. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, did this really happen? And my, I, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I've had that happen to, to, to me myself. There was like an instance where I was at work, 
and a customer comes in and talks to my coworker about a storyline that went, that happened on the Young and the Restless about someone that was in this huge car accident. And my other coworker was like listening to the conversation. So he was like wondering who was he was she talking about? And then it got to the point of the conversation where then then he overheard her saying that it happened on on TV on 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 the Y and R, and he just, <laughs> just stands there and just starts falling out laughing profusely because he seriously thought it was a real story. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, this is a fake. This was just something from TV. This is just our stories and everything. So it's amazing to me to hear about how soaps affect our lives. I mean, it has affected our lives. You know, it's an integral part of our lives. You know, I mean, I mean, honestly, you don't even have to watch the soap to know who Susan and who she is. No, you don't. And but the thing is, it is though. You know, for those of us who have watched it, you two, myself, and I'm sure everybody else uh, that's listening, it's pretty much to the it's pretty much to the fact that soaps, no matter how many people say it's a dying breed, soaps are always going to be with us, no matter where where they go. Even though I don't want to say the word canceled, I don't want to say that word. I Even know. though One Life to Live and All My Children are leaving us, I, I do get to think about the fact that we have the web soaps to look forward to because they'll take on those stepping stones of soaps and they get to do a little bit more than what you can see on television. Mm-hmm. But we'll still be able to see some of our favorite people doing something that we just love them doing. And I'm I'm glad to see more more web series are coming out of the woodwork to, you know, showcase those talents and, mm-hmm. and your show as well. So I, I'm very happy for that. Well and we're happy to be a part of that. 'Cause I mean, like you said, it's I mean this is iconic television we're talking about. You know, with the soaps and 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 to, to continue to be you know, to, to to still be able to watch and be a part of these wonderful actors' lives in a, di- a different and new medium, I think is really important now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're losing them from daytime, and it's it's also I think the web now is taken a lot more seriously than it was prior. You know, people you just put anything up on you know the web, and here's my show. I think there's been a lot of people out there who are very creative and very talented, and they're producing some really really great shows. It's interesting you say that simply because. Me specifically as being an online media person, mm-hmm. online media really has not been taken very seriously for a long time. I don't think people ever started looking at online media in such a way. I would give it maybe about three years ago. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say three years ago, especially when I came into the scene, uh, which was three years ago, and it just seemed like they still felt that online media was a joke. Uh, online, anything online, whether it was media, whether it was web series, whatever have you, a music show, whatever, they just seemed to look at it, it it was just something you would find on the bottom of the shoe. They never took that seriously. They never took anything online as far as media seriously. It's taken to this point to where we are losing, losing things that have been a part of our lives for so long and for people to come out and and do their own web web soaps or web series, mm-hmm. for them to finally open their eyes and go like, there's probably something here. There's probably a market for online media. I, I just don't understand that. 
So it was interesting that you made that comment. And what I think, honestly, this is what I think is going to happen. I think that they're not going to take chances now on pilots. I think pilot season eventually is not going to be the biggest thing. I think that they are eventually going to be going in and looking at these web series or indie TV, indie TV and for development because you're already developing your fan base. Yeah. And you've already showed the chemistry between actors and you're already showing them a complete project. So they're sampling it now. And I think eventually that's what's going to happen. But don't quote me, but I think so. <laughs> don't quote you. It's only your opinion. Uh, yeah, that's true, though. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at it now, and there's so many reboots. Even though I want to see the Charlie's Angels reboot, but it just seems like there's nothing original anymore that's on television. Oh, very little. It's, just, very little, there, very it's little. just like there's only the only original content I'm finding the most stuff is online. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of wonder what is it going to take for people to finally look at online content and 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 be like, this is actually very interesting stuff. We could probably do something of this, make it onto national television or something. Do you uh, do you see, in your opinion, if that were to ever happen, Venice, the Bay, anything like that would ever hit mainstream television? Do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know why not. Uh, you're already... Uh, first of all, I think, and this is, like I said, my opinion as well, I think... I think Hollywood, and they're scared. They're not making any money. So all they keep doing is remaking everything over and over again. How many movies have we seen being uh, made over, television series made over again? I think they're scared, and I think they've lost a lot of money. So they're doing what they think works, and they copy each other continuously. Well, and I don't don't think that they – nobody – I mean, maybe they did, but I don't think a lot of people foresaw – what the internet was going to do in everybody's homes. Oh, no. Oh, and, absolutely not. You know, with the economy changing, and, and it takes at least two working adults per household just to keep your head above water. And I don't think they know what's working and what's not working. It's like, I, you know, I get so mad because I'll get hooked into a series, watch it for a year, and, and it's gone. You know, and you feel like you've invested all this time and energy or whatever, and it's gone. And there's no payoff, and there's no lead-up to the end. There's... You know, there are no answered questions. It's just, it's just gone, and very few of them stay. And yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they have a finger on the pulse because I don't think they know. With the advent of DVR and TiVo, and mm-hmm. I don't think they really know what the demographic is anymore. And the, you know, the younger viewing audience is is a lot it has very much to do with instant gratification. Show me, show me now. I want a phone app. I want a this. I want a that. And that takes you all back to the web. Absolutely. I have a I have a strong feeling I know who this is. But don't quote me on this. Is this Silas? Of course it's Silas Novell. You know I love you more than Silas. Ladies, I'm sorry I haven't talked to you. I just wanted I, I, I I'm on the road, I'm at a client's and one of my friends said your buddies from fumbling through the pieces around Nivelle's show, and I talk about Nivelle's show all the time because Nivelle's one of my heroes. And just as oh, Julie and oh, Donna are my it. heroes. Stop it. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> shut up, Nivelle. You know I love you more than Dirk. Um, I, just, I, 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 just, I know where I stand with you. <laughs> honey, you got to remember something. We all walk on dirt. Without dirt, we can't stand. Don't ever forget that. That's, this is That's true. Bottom, That's good. But, but, 
But the bottom line is I wanted to throw out what you were saying because I've been listening closely. Fumbling through the pieces is one of the greatest creative things going right now on the web as far as the web series goes. These two ladies have defied the odds and taken their dreams and run with them. And people should watch just for the message that fumbling through the pieces gives. And is this kind of media the future of show business? In many ways, yes. And my prediction is within two years, you're going to see a television broadcast network, well, a television cable network that's going to be devoted strictly to this kind of operation. People want scripted programming. People want well-written scripted programming. Donna and Julie, especially Julie, because this has been her dream for seven or eight years, they wrote mm-hmm. something that people want to see. The days of reality and game shows are coming to a close. The market is oversaturated. They're on the cusp of a new age in scripted programming. And I urge your listeners, check it out. It's not soap opera, 100% soap opera. It's not 100% comedy. It's a combination. And when you get to know the characters on Fumbling Through the Pieces, you will fall in love with them. Ellie. Kelsey, you know, Kelsey Robinson's a great actor. Diane Delano from Northern Exposure. You cannot beat her as Shara. You look at her face, you want to pee your pants. And Kitty Swink, <laughs> nobody, nobody, okay. gets, nobody gets better than Kitty Swink. Okay, so you know, with that said, wait till tomorrow's episode nine. You will pee your pants when you see it. <laughs> uh, well, Nivelle, you've seen the show. It's a good there you show. go. A, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm telling you. This is the future, and we're going to see a lot of changes in the next couple of years. And I, for one, am very excited. They're saying soap opera is dead. They're saying scripted programming is dead. I got news. All you people who who are saying it's dead, bye-bye. There's the door. The new sheriffs are coming to town, and these creative people are going to resurge the entire entertainment business. That's what I really believe. Oh, wow. Here, here. Yeah. Well, well, one of the things I love, I, I, I love about Silas is he's very intellectual and he says what is on his mind. And you are one of the biggest advocates for daytime dramas, well as scripted dramas on television. I, I can't tell you how many times a day I see him on Twitter, and he is making sure the fans do what is right. If they want to save their soaps or if they want soaps to survive, they got to basically do it right and not be the overzealous fan that you'll find on the street that people will think you're absolutely undeniably cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, we're, get, we're getting there, Navelle. But, you know, seriously, I just wanted to call in and say hi to Julie and Donna because I haven't talked to them in a while being sick and everything, and they know I love them, and I love this project. Oh. And, Navelle, you she know I love you. I, You know, Navelle, I've already got you listed on Suds TV as being one of the shows everybody should listen to, so... You know, Silas, we love you too, and I hope you're feeling better. We do love Honey, you, Silas. Uh, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I am feeling so much better. And the next few weeks, you're going to be hearing a lot coming out of us. You're going to be hearing a lot about me talking about fumbling through the pieces even. I want us all to be mobilized. But, hey, have a good night. Awesome. Donna and Julie, I can't wait for Episode 9. All right, Absolutely. honey, I love you, Thank you, Silas. I love you too, too. Take care. Navelle, thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Aww. And you know I love you. Oh, I love you too, man. I'll catch you later. I'll take care. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I love it when he calls in. It's just... It's just, just feel it's, the energy. Just I, feel I know the energy. Oh, my energy. God. <laughs>
See, now he's going to make me go back and go through that whole thing with Oprah, and I'm just like, man. I was just away from being Misty to uh, Misty again. <laughs> oh. Oh, that dude. oh, man. But it, it, it is the truth, though, as what he's saying. I, I really hope that this does pave the way for all these shows alike to hit it not on on regular television, but on but on cable television, it, it just seems that this needs to it needs to be it needs to happen. The fans want this. The fans love this. Here's the way for it to survive. That's that's the bottom line. And that it's, is the bottom line. That is line. the bottom line. It really is. I love you it. Nailed it. You nailed that's, it. He did. I honestly, like I said, if you want to have somebody that pretty much says it and says it to the point where it's actually on point. It's that's him. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Preach on. Yeah. That's exactly it. So this is where you now have to be tested. Okay. Oh Lord, really? I yes. think he's really good in school on tests. No. Oh no. I'd shake. I'd fall Well fall if you don't know bit. if you don't know the answer to this question then yes, you will need to be shamed and have a dunce camp on. The question Ooh. is Tell all the listeners where to find Fumbling Through the Pieces. Since we have a new episode tomorrow, where can they go to watch? You can go to our website, www.fumblingthroughthepieces, and you can click on and we'll redirect you to the YouTube channel that we have going on right now. We will eventually be, we will eventually be uploading the shows to our website, but right now we're going to keep YouTube our home just okay. so we can keep track of things right now. Good. Okay. And 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 here's a here's a little bonus tip. Through is spelled T H R U. Yes. Just big so bonus you know. Tip. Big, don't big spell bonus. don't spell the actual through. Exactly. <laughs> spell the through as in drive through, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. Exactly. Exactly. Just so you know. So uh, the new episode, episode nine, uh, premieres tomorrow. And does it have a specific time when it premieres, or? It will be 4 o'clock our time in California, so 7 o'clock. So it will be 7 o'clock my time here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it will be on time this time. You'll be on <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, it's not tomorrow yet. So. Yeah, it's not tomorrow yet, so please yeah. don't don't hatch that egg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I <think> myself. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's just hope it will be on time for right now. Exactly. <laughs> We'll just start uploading tonight. <laughs> there you go. So just don't really. That's good. Upload it tonight. Keep it private so that way no one can get to it, and then release it tomorrow at four o'clock your time. I think that's what we might have to do. There you go. And it'll actually be on time. There you go. See. That's the plan. See what yeah. happens when you put all your heads together. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's how it works. Oh God. Uh, I know we've had a few late episodes, and my phone's just like. Hello, where's the show? And I'm like, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> they can find every. You can find you guys on Twitter. I, yeah. I have Donna, but I don't have you, Julie. So who are you? I'm Jules Smith, 1970. Jules Smith, 19. Oh, you you have absolutely no idea how I'm. I'm not going to be able to spell that. Uh, <laughs> okay, J U. Uh huh. L E S. M as a Mary, Y-T-H, uh-huh. 1970. There we go. That's it. 
And then, of course, Bubbling Through the Pieces has its own Twitter account as well, so you can follow them on there. On Fumbling Pieces. Fumbling Pieces, which I think I retweeted, but I'm not positive of that, so you'll be able to see it on my timeline. But this was a lot of fun. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Oh. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, let me say thank you for reaching out to me to be a part of this. I really do appreciate that. You have no idea. Oh, well, I, wow. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you about to get misty now? <laughs> no, I'm getting misty. Thanks. Okay, <laughs> Thanks. Well, I'm spreading. I'm spreading the joy and love. Spreading the mist. <laughs> spreading the mist. Anything better than spreading the heat that we have going on right now. That's good. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it was pretty warm on on the West Coast, too, today. Warm, yeah. It's like 84 right now here on the East Coast. Just keeping you updated on the weather. Since <laughs> I have action news on, and there it is. It's like showing the weather right now. So there it is. So, oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to cool off, but I, I, do, I do appreciate the fact that you came onto the show today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for thank having you, us. Thank you, Neville. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. You have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was our show today with with Donna Hurst and Julie Smith, Fumbling Through the Pieces. Make sure you guys check that out. You can check it out at fumblingthroughthepieces.com. That's fumbling and then through as T-H-R-U, thepieces.com. But their episodes are on YouTube, so you can find it by just basically putting in Fumbling Through the Pieces, and then it'll pop up. Episode 9 premieres tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And that's our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be back on Friday, Friday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, with Kenton Duty. He plays the role of Gunther on Disney Channel's original series, Shake It Up. So we're going to be having him on on Friday. And then we've got two contestants from The Voice the day after Memorial Day next week, Tuesday, May 31st. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, I believe we're going to have on Jeff and Curtis. I want to double-check just to make sure that's who they are we're going to be having on from The Voice. I, I, I just can't tell you how much I'm excited about doing these. Yes, it will be Jeff Jenkins and Curtis Grimes. They're going to be joining us on Tuesday morning. So make sure you guys check that out. For now, I'm the Belgiani, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. We'll see you guys on Friday. Take care. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.